0: there. This is Rachel Lee and Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism.
1: We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those
0: thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table.
1: Today, I am so excited because I am interviewing Robin. So do you ever wish that you could just go back in time and tell yourself what you know now? I know. I think that all the time. And today, I am going to cheat the system by interviewing Robin about things that you wish you would have known in your 20s. So I'm in my 20s. I turn 25 soon. Yeah. And
0: so I'm going to gain all the knowledge from you today. So turning 25, it is, I think, worth asking, like, you know, what did you, what did you think life was going to be like when you turned 25?
1: Okay. Yes. I know. Cause in our last episode, if you missed that, we kind of talked about when things don't go according to plan. Uh-huh. And so if you listen, I had said I had a 10 year plan from when I was 16. So. Which I'm still
0: chuckling about that at 16 You, you, know, you
1: I'm a weirdo. It's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so what did I think my life yeah. would look like at 25? I thought I would be living in a city, which I am.
0: Because, because we are live from the loft. Yes, because we are live from the loft, yes, friends. Yes. Live from
1: the loft. Thank you. Okay, I need so to check.
0: Say my tag live. <laughs> yeah, live from the loft. Check.
1: We check. I did. I was. I didn't to know the city. If, yeah, I wanted to be living in a loft. I wanted to have a golden doodle, which I have, and my cute little hoodle named Ollie who's an angel who you sometimes will hear barking in this yes, podcast. Yes, Um, So I wanted that. And I thought at 25, which I'm glad this goal didn't end up happening, but I thought for sure I would be married or engaged by now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think back, and I'm sure I thought that for myself. Yeah. And I'm also laughing because I'm like, you know what? I probably had a 10-year plan at 16 as well. <laughs> yeah. But I probably it probably wasn't as defined. And But I think... Lots of women in their teens, right? Yeah, we have. That's
1: old. You think, oh, 25? I I better be wifed up. Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know who are listening, like I am single. And so. She's not wifed up. I'm not wifed up. All right, Robin, I'm going to jump into my list of questions. Okay. I'm so excited. Listeners, buckle up. I'm nervous. Because you're about to get Mm -hmm. all the answers to all your questions, especially if you're in your 20s. Take out your iPhone and write down some notes. So, Robin, when yes. did you get married? So,
0: like, I am get, yeah, I'm about to celebrate my 25th wedding anniversary. Congratulations! So, yeah, thank you. And it really is something to be celebrated. No. Yeah, yeah, it, you know? it is. Uh, so uh, let me do the math. I was 22.
1: You were 22 when you Wait. got married.
0: Wait, I turned 22. And then I got married all in the same month. I got married on New Year's Eve.
1: Wait, oh my gosh! I know you got married on New Year's Eve. That's fun. That's cute. I have a friend who wants to get married on New Year's Eve, so I'll highly recommend it.
0: Highly recommend it. Yeah. So So you're
1: 22.
0: No, I turned 23. Okay, I just turned 23. Think
1: though, Mm -hmm. at that time. I'm getting married young or did you think oh this
0: is normal? I felt like it's pretty normal. And and you know, maybe 25 years ago it was m- pretty normal. Yeah. Uh I didn't feel like it was on the young side.
1: Do you think so looking back?
0: Maybe so, but I always felt like I was an old soul as well. Okay. So, and just because of some of the crap that happened in my life, you yeah. know, like I grew up I grew up young. Mm-hmm. And so, I didn't feel like unprepared or like I was rushing it. I didn't feel like I was rushing it. Okay,
1: you felt ready.
0: Yeah, I think I did feel ready. Um, I remember leaving college um, and I graduated a year early Mm because, you know, uh, my... Because you're an
1: achiever like that. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, like why do something in four years if you can do it in three? So I did and so I graduated at 21 and I remember leaving thinking, oh crap, like I think I was supposed to find my... My husband did college, and Whoops. I and I didn't. But you have to know that I dated I dated the same guy from the time I was fourteen to like to the time I was twenty.
1: And did he want to marry
0: you? Yeah, I think we had you know as as fifteen year old kids think you know we're going to grow up and live happily ever after. Kind of, we had those ideas. Uh, so I had been in a long, long term relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a conversation for another day. But probably what you would. Like the textbook codependent mm. kind of, uh, relationship. So, um, and how do you and Tommy? <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> so, uh, so I worked uh, with a gal who um, turns out was engaged to Tommy, oh. and turns out she married him. Uh-huh. And I actually caught the bouquet at their wedding.
1: That is so. Funny. You know, if you ever play that game,
0: two truths and a lie, like no one ever thinks like, when I say, oh, caught the bouquet at my husband's first wedding, like no one ever thinks that's a lie. Like, you know, they, or they always think that is a lie. So you know? did you,
1: oh, were you always like, I mean, I'm sure cause I know you and I know your character that mm-hmm. you would never be like, you know, but were you like, oh, he's cute. Never. Really? Never.
0: Um, so Tom and I were very different people. We still are. Uh, we're definitely more in the middle now. We both came towards each other. But I, you know, was very driven, had a plan, wasn't like a big partier. Not that I was above it, but I just wasn't... uh, Yeah, just not your thing. Yeah, well... Or not every weekend, yeah. or every night. yeah. Um, and so Tom's uh, like, you know, so Tom was a, <laughs> a big party. He kind of yeah, Well, compared to me, yeah, definitely. So uh, and so I saw some of that like uh, unveil with my friend, who you know, was engaged to him and and uh, so I thought that his lifestyle was a little reckless mm-hmm. and not like in a reckless sort of oh attractive way, but like no, just reckless and uh so the very first time that I went like hmm was at his wedding (laughs) not our wedding his wedding and uh you know there's something about a guy in a tux right you're like
1: oh what (laughs) yeah
0: so you know what I remember thinking was so attractive about him yeah was that like first of all he was in a tux and he looked nice as opposed to like I look like I've been up all night partying Mm. but um It was just the way that he like worked the room the reception and like went around and like talked to like all the little ladies and shook everyone's hands and Mm -hmm. just seemed genuinely like thankful that people were there to celebrate the moment with him so i was like oh gosh you know maybe i've been like not giving him the benefit of the doubt and maybe Mm -hmm. you know he's like shrek and there's like just all these layers to him Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's how i met him um yeah, and and so the other thing about like, did I feel too young? Like he's six years older than I am, mm-hmm. and so it was like, well, if I'm going to marry you, we need to get on with this because yeah. you're getting old.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, so what? He was like twenty. He was twenty
0: nine. 29. Okay. 28, 29. And And
1: so he and his first wife got divorced, and then you two got together. Yeah. I just want to make that clear because I know people will probably draw their assumptions unless we make it clear. Yeah, please
0: don't make that assumption because there was, just because I thought he was cute with the little ladies at his wedding, that I did not see him again. um, And I lost touch with his, his. First wife, who was my friend, I, I lost touch with her kind of after they got married. It's mm-hmm. like that happens a yeah. lot, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and I had heard that they got a divorce and that had made me sad. And some of the the circumstances around it mm-hmm. um, surprised me um, and made me sad really more for Tom. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, so I ran into him one night at a bar as you know, where well, all, all magic funny. happens, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding when I say that. Uh, And, um, yeah. And, and so we, we connected, uh, yeah.
1: And so you got married and then you have two kids, Madison and Matt. And when did you have them? How old were you when you had them? Were you still in your twenties?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's funny when you talk about like your plan for your life, like at some point in late teens, early twenties, I remember being really conflicted about what my life would look like because 30 years ago isn't that much different than today like women were still being told like you can have it all Mm -hmm. you can do it all but that's a lie I'm here to straight up tell you that is a lie you can have it all but you can't have it all at the same time Mm. but I instinctively in my heart knew that above all things that I was interested in doing or achieving like I just had this innate sense that I wanted to be a mom And I know that not everybody feels that, but I felt that. Uh, So uh, when we got married, we knew that we were probably going to try to have a family pretty soon. It's so funny because
1: I think you and I are kind of different in that regard. Mm -hmm. I used to want to get married really young. Now I'm like, yeah, it'll happen when it happens. And I I love being single. And it's hard to convince me to want to commit to somebody now, which is so funny of how I was a few years ago. And I still do want to get married. That's something I hope for my life. And I'm not in such a rush as I was a few years ago. And then, uh, you know, kids is something that I'm like someday if it happens, you know, right. But as somebody who's gone through it, you know, what was it like? And what would you tell yourself now about being married and having kids in your twenties?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So the first thing that I, I would want it, I would want myself to know, and Rachel, you said it. And so I makes my heart so happy for you is that you don't feel this need Mm. to be married. Mm-hmm. Right When it happens, it happens. So the first thing I would want to tell myself is that I needed to learn to be okay with myself and to be happy who I was then instead of always being look looking towards who I was going to be in the future to make me happy. Mm-hmm. And so I love that I hear what I hear you saying is that you are good. like you're good with who you are and you uh, when you meet the right person, it will be like even better. But you're not looking, you know, like the whole Jerry Maguire quote, you know, you know, you're not looking for someone to complete you right now. You feel mm-hmm. pretty complete. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it'll be it'll it'll enhance your life even more. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I would want to tell myself that, that you seem to have figured out. So kudos to you.
1: Well, I think it took not getting it for me to figure it out, honestly. Yeah. But I think that is so true. Like we have these milestones of, oh, I need to get married. I need Mm. to have kids right away. And when that happens, then things are going to be good. And just because that hasn't been for me, like there's other things in my life that I felt like, oh, well, when I get this, when I get that, then things will be good.
0: Yeah. And I was having a conversation with um, a publisher recently about the book that I'm trying to write, and she said something really wise to me, and that was this hurry that you have to complete the book. She said, do you hear the Father, the Father meaning God, mm-hmm. do you hear God um, whispering in your, in your ear, hurry, hurry, hurry? Mm-hmm. And for me, the answer when I stopped and thought about it was like, no, that hurry, hurry, hurry isn't coming from, from God, it's coming from something in me and probably something in me that is sort of broken. Mm. And so coming from a place of brokenness rather than a place of what I hear you saying is a place of wholeness.
1: How do you know if it's something that you just want out of your brokenness or something that is okay mm-hmm. to want? Does that make sense?
0: It does. And I don't know that I, I could tell you the answer to that. I don't know if I've lived long enough because it's a really complex question. And I think that we are constantly like... Sorry to tell you this, but constantly working on our brokenness and on the broken mm-hmm. places and our bruised places, right? So like knowing whenever something is bumping up against our bruised place and, and then our response is from like, ouch, that hurts, right? So constantly, it's a constant process of self-awareness and knowing our brokenness and our, and our bruised places. So I, I think that it, oftentimes we don't know where the motivation is coming until we can take a step back.
1: You said that in your 20s, you knew you wanted to be a wife, you knew you wanted to be a mother, and those were things that were really important to you. So once you achieve those goals, what was that like once you got what you wanted? Yeah.
0: Well, I kept waiting, and in some ways I'm still waiting for it to be easy, (laughs) right? Yeah. Like I, I said, I've been married 25 years, and I would love to say, yeah. Push the cruise control button and just, you know, go down this life. I found
1: my partner, and now it's happily ever after, and we love each other so much. Right,
0: and it's never been a day of, yeah, turmoil. Mm -hmm. That's not my story. I think that then and now, marriage and raising kids has been more challenging, uh, more exhausting, and also more rewarding Mm -hmm. than I ever would have thought. But for anyone who thinks like, oh, I'm going to get married, have kids, and it's going to be perfect man, let me just tell you, like, please reset those expectations. What's Mm -hmm. been the hardest
1: part, do you think?
0: The overall, like, hardest thing, I would say, is that when you're young, I found it easy to underestimate my brokenness and my bruised places. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that happened when I was younger growing up, uh, I honestly, like at 20 went, man, there are some crappy things that happened, but I'm so glad that they don't have any impact on who I am as an adult. Mm. Like, and so I really honestly believe that, like that I could compartmentalize those things and the brokenness and really the, the devastation that they kind of played in my life, like that, that I could not, if I was strong enough, then I could control the impact that they had in my future.
1: But what would you recommend then? Do you recommend people get therapy?
0: Absolutely. Right. So I actually married Tom without him knowing some things that I think absolutely he deserved to know. Mm. And that's uh, on me. Clearly it's on me. And I, I feel like if I had it to do over again, I would want to be in a place where I could be honest with him about my brokenness and the struggles But I was denying them, right? They didn't exist. It was like, oh, that happened, but it's no big deal. And no one needs to know about it. Heaven forbid, no one needs to know about it, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, fast forward and lots of therapy, which I'm pretty open about. And it it doesn't come from this panicked place of like, oh my gosh, our marriage is like, you know, we're one, you know, I have one step out the door. It's not that, but it comes from a place of, I think that we could do better. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this could be better.
1: That's good. So, you recommend um, if you have somebody who's significant in your life, or you hope to have someone significant in your life, then having those hard conversations about the hard things that you went through and saying, like, this is how it affects me. Or, I would say, because everybody has their stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have a partner too, being willing to say, "Hey, you know what are some of these things that you've gone through? How's that affected you and I don't think it's inappropriate to ask if they've gotten help or if they would consider getting help
0: right, yeah, and I certainly don't think so either now on this side of it i I think also twenty five years ago, there was more of a stigma around yeah. getting help right yeah. and counseling and And I think now, like we all know that we're gonna pass on some sort of a limp to our children, right? Whether Uh, we mean to or not because of our own brokenness. mm -hmm. But obviously if there are big things in your life like abuse and abandonment and other things, like I would just encourage you, like you you can't do that alone. You just can't, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think out of motivation, the motivation should be love for your spouse or your future spouse and for yourself. Mm -hmm. right to to work to try to to be whole and it that's a thing it's work
1: yeah because I'm thinking if you don't get help I'm assuming it's easy to go toward people who are not maybe good for you or maybe you are drawn toward unhealthy relationships it probably is easy for that to happen as well
0: for me it was more that I just I just held back, like I couldn't be fully me, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so that was, that was sad and embarrassing. It was embarrassing at times too, because like also this anger, like I would ha- I just had rages, like little mm-hmm. bursts of rage that would be completely inappropriate to like whatever was happening. Mm. Uh, and my kids like still tell this story about how uh, they were getting ready for school, I was getting ready for work and I don't know, what what it was that set me off? But I like literally took the hairbrush and whacked the cabinet with it, mm-hmm. and like it, and it, I was left with the handle, and the other part of the hairbrush went flying. And but in that moment that we that we laugh about now, it was like I'm out of control. Mm-hmm. Like like whatever my two little you know kindergartner and second grader are doing. That is not where this this like anger and rage are coming from. So something deeper. Something deeper, right? And and just like made me so sad that 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 was their experience with their mom that morning. Is like mm. you know they were scared to death. Like oh, well, mom is out of it, you know, smacking mm. around this hairbrush and and so um, it's it's just harder marriage and raising children. it's just harder than I ever thought it was going to be and it. And it was hard work, not just the physically doing it, but the hard work of dealing with my own stuff. So I could be the best version of me for them, Mm -hmm. which I'm not there. It's still a work in progress. Well,
1: Robin, thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing with me about kind of some of the struggles that you went through in your 20s and the lessons that you learned. I feel like no matter if you are a young mom and wife like you are in your 20s or you're single and more focused on just career like I am right now those truths that you're talking about about just being present in wherever you are and focusing on yourself working out your personal issues learning to really know yourself fully and and show up for the people in your lives that's great advice to live by.
0: Well, thanks. And, and one of the things that I love about you turning 25 is that you don't think that you have it all figured out and you're okay admitting it. And that you, you know, you seek, you seek wisdom from other people. Not that I pretend to have all the wisdom, but (laughs) that, but that you do seek it. And so it's exciting to see someone at 25 where you're at in your life. So I I celebrate you for your birthday.
1: Thank you. And I would love to hear from all of our listeners, maybe some uh, advice that you would give yourself in your 20s if you're older, Mm. or if you're in your 20s now, maybe what's a lesson you're going through? What's a question that you have that you would like to know about your 20s? And we'd love to talk about those and discuss them as
0: well. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get a
1: notification when new episodes are released. And we'd love for you to tell your friends and
0: family. We want more people to join this conversation. So remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for today. So be sure and give it to yourself.